My days of retreat uh, were excellent. Uh, I've been telling people, I think you are retreat master, father, or um, I forget his title, right reverend, I think it is, Lockowitzer the, is a vicar general of the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis. Um, unfortunately, perhaps, I didn't have a whole lot of huge expectations, but it was very, very, very good. Per, perhaps one of the best retreat masters we've ever had as a diocese. Uh, very down-to-earth, very practical, um, and yet uh, a good challenge, too. He um, opened up uh, four parables in particular. I have those listed in the bulletin this weekend and, and stuff, but, uh, and, and applied the application in a very unique way to us as priests. And so I'm in the process of gathering the leftovers, uh, which is biblical. We hear, that, hear about that today in our gospel reading. They gathered the fragments left over so that nothing would be wasted. Oh, the Lord cares even about the leftovers. In days before refrigerators, uh, that was important to make sure that they were taken care of in a, in a good way. But uh, today I want to, there's two particular things uh, as a contrast. Uh, today in our first reading we have, of course, Gamaliel standing forward and saying, look, don't fight the apostles. If you do, you might find yourself fighting against God. And he reminds them of two particular instances that, was, that we don't hear actually much about in history except through the scripture and uh, Judas of Galilean at the time of the census. It's probably about the, around the time of uh, Jesus' birth. They, they drew a crowd. They drew people, 400 for the one. And as soon as they died, it's gone. I'll ask, I asked the, the man at the table, this man is you this morning, how many have heard the Bar Koba? Anyone here hear of Bar Koba? Well, I'm, I, I'm ashamed. He was called a Messiah. In 130, uh, 133 AD, so about 100 years after Jesus was crucified, he came on the scene and said, I want to kick Rome out of Israel. I want to kick him out of, out of Jerusalem. And there was a revolt. It was actually the third revolt. The first revolt was around uh, 67 to 73 AD. The uh, uh, Qumran community, the Dead Sea Scrolls, was involved in that uh, skirmish. There was another one in about 110. But Bar, Bar, Barcoba thought he knew. Barcoba means son of the star. That's a nickname that was given to him. Uh, there is, there's debate what his actual last name, or what he was actually went by. Simon was his first name, but what he actually went by for his last name. Bar Kosova was probably closer. That happens to mean son of the lie, which, hold on to that. But the rabbis at the time said, he's the Messiah, he's the one. He's the one who's descended. He's the star that's rising from Jacob. See, they had rejected Jesus as the Messiah because Jesus died on the cross. The Messiah is not going to die. And Barcoba, for three years, was successful. He lived as a prince. There's coins celebrating his victory over Rome. Until Hadrian came in, slaughtered him, slaughtered the soldiers, defeated him. 
and kicked Jews out of Jerusalem. The Jews were not allowed to return to Jerusalem. As a, as a group, were not allowed until the last century. Barcoba and his group fell apart. And his name is only known in the history books. It wasn't known among you. His name is only known in, because he's a failure. He's not the Messiah. And yet, after 2,000 years, we have believers of Jesus Christ. Gamaliel was correct. saying, look, if you fight against this and it is of God, you're going to be fighting against God. But if it's not of God, it's going to fall apart. And how many times has that happened? I'm reminded uh, this week, this coming week is the 20th of, of April. The only reason I remember that is really weird, but there are a couple of different things. Hitler's birthday happens to be on the 20th of April, and there's some connection there. But if you remember back in the, in the 90s, the Branch Davidians, he said he was the Messiah. They lived in a community, and they, and they, they strove. And yes, there's all sorts of debate what actually happened, uh, government overreach perhaps, or whatever, but, but it fell apart. Or there's other, other groups that were not of God, that seemed godly at the time, that fell apart. And yet they're known. As we remember this, there's something comforting about this. And then we turn to this gospel. We have this young boy brought forward by Andrew. Here's a boy with five barley loaves and two fish. What good is that? We don't know his name. We, we can assume because he was called a boy that he's under 13 because he would have been considered a man, a man of the covenant after his bar mitzvah as 13, as a Jewish boy. So maybe 12, maybe younger. We don't know anything about him, and yet we know what he did because he gave his gift to Jesus Christ. He gave everything that he had to Jesus. Probably not a whole lot of quality. I keep pointing out barley loaves um, at the time were made just with barley. Barley doesn't have gluten. Gluten is what holds bread together. So literally, he would have given Jesus five crummy loaves. And it would have been most likely dried fish. Even dried, though, there's a smell. Five crummy loaves and two smelly fish. That's all he had. But it was enough. Jesus did something that Barcoba or the other, the other characters, like Judas or, or um, thought it was, he did something that no one else could. He took those five barley loaves. He blessed, he broke it, he gave it to them. Keep pointing out these, these weeks as in preparing for First Communion this weekend, those verbs are very important because we hear them. Jesus Christ gave himself as a memorial sacrifice at the Last Supper. And this multiplication of the loaves prepares us for that. That as, as we, as, as we're reading the Gospels, are, are paying attention to 
where else are we going to hear those words, blessed, broke, gave? We hear it in the Eucharist. That only God could do this. Only God could multiply the loaves and make it enough. But only God could take the loaves and make it his body, make it his blood. We come to this celebration of the Mass this day, calling to mind that Jesus Christ is known to us, that he is the Messiah, that he is the Lord, he is the one that God the Father has sent into the, to our world. And after 2,000 years, the mission, the apostles, everything that he set in motion continues. And perhaps this day to be like this little unknown boy that we give whatever it is we have, thinking maybe perhaps it's not enough. What good is it to so many? But knowing in the hands of the Lord, because he is Lord and God, it's enough.